I got to ask you, though, I, I'm assuming since you're in Ireland at the Cliffs of Mohair, you're probably meeting people from Sheboygan, right? Like there's always a Wisconsin Yeah, person. you ran into somebody over there. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 612, so nice to have you with us on this Tuesday morning. I wanted to share a continuing success story from one of our partners here at WTMJ. Eric, I stopped out Sunday for this huge party they had at Biltright Furniture Leather Mattress celebrating their 95th anniversary. That's right there. That's in your neck of the woods. That is. Uh, south side, it's like a five-minute drive, yeah. not even. All the way up from Greendale, I came to Greenfield <laughs> there. Nice. But nice. there were people all over the place. Because they love our store. They want to help celebrate 95 years. They are excited to wear their kids out on these bounce houses and get some face painting and just have a good time. All of that, that's Sarah Comisar. The Comisar family has had that business now for nearly a century. So they threw this like carnival at the store on Layton Avenue in Greenfield. Remarkable, though. Randy Kay, you see her in the commercials, yeah. right? For almost 20 years, she's been doing that. She told me about the desire to keep this thing family-owned and family-run. It, it, it truly is remarkable that we're still here, but it's dedication, it's passion, it's grit, it's hard work, and we love what we do. And we're part of the success story of how family businesses family businesses can still succeed. Yeah. So, What would happen if you didn't want to sell furniture? I don't know. This is all I know. <laughs> I, I say I've been doing this since the womb. See, but it kind of, we, like we laughed about it, but it kind of works out. You know, Randy and Sarah, they're fourth generation, and you do hear one way family businesses dissolve is the kids, for whatever reason, just aren't interested in doing it anymore, sure, right? right, right. Have different interests, for sure. I think about farming all the time. The kids mm-hmm. didn't want to keep the family farm or, you know, the family hardware store. Whatever it is, if the kids, you know, lose interest and don't want to do that, well, it's pretty hard to stay family-owned and operated. Third generation, though, still on site. Marty and Gail, if you ever head out to the store, you, you will run into them. They're still there, still super active in the business, and apparently not going anywhere. It, I think it just warms their hearts. It really makes them, they're so excited. They've worked so hard their entire life. They still work hard. They're still in the business, but this just really sums it all up. When are you going to finally push them out? Never. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're also, it's a team effort here, and they and they still enjoy to work, and this is what keeps us going. Saw Marty as well. He confirms he's not being pushed out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, they love what they do, and so congratulations to Built Right Furniture Leather Mattress for all the success. I'm told everything is on sale, if that helps you out, E. Celebrating the anniversary. If you need something, tell them all of us here at WTMJ told you to stop by. 614, Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Playoff baseball is set to begin in Milwaukee tonight. The Brewers welcoming in the Arizona Diamondbacks for Game 1 in the Best of Three Wild Card Series. Milwaukee likely to have to lean on some of its younger talent this time around in the playoffs. Manager Craig Council on te- on how dealing with the emotions as a young player could play a huge role. The biggest thing is that that's just communication with players. I mean, you can have people tell you, "Hey, this is what it's going to feel like." You got to feel it, man, for yourself. There, there's you can't explain to somebody how you're going to feel. You just you got to go through it. And I think you know we've we definitely we've talked about um, you know you're gonna you're gonna feel different, and that doesn't mean you. Play differently, you use all that to your advantage. The good news the Brewers have a plethora of young talent on this team they can lean on. The bad news they cannot lean on pitcher Brandon Woodruff, who has been ruled out of the wild card round with a shoulder injury. 
that flared back up a couple of weeks ago. Woodruff addressing the media on Monday on when he noticed something was off with his shoulder and how he is trying to deal with the emotions of not being available to pitch. Thinking back on it now, I mean, I, literally, I had no issues until probably Miami, to be honest. I could tell something a little bit maybe in the first couple innings, but it wasn't anything alarming to me. It, Sorry, it, it sucks, man. Um, we got it. We got a good clubhouse, and I want to. I want to be a part of that. And you know, sitting sitting here now, I, I may not. So that that's the hard, that's the hard part. So we got a, we got a good group, and um, I, you know, I think we'll be fine. And and I and I'll be right in the middle of it. The Brewers Diamondbacks from American Family Field tonight for Game One. Corbin Burns expected to get the mound for Game One. Game Two and Three still undetermined. That's according to Craig Council. That first pitch for tonight is set for 6.08. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ at 5.30. Bucks basketball is back in Milwaukee. The team holding media day yesterday, and it was the first time newly acquired point guard Damian Lillard was able to address the media in Milwaukee. His thoughts on coming to the Bucks and his first impressions of his new team. Everybody's like family. Everybody's cool. Everybody's around each other. They hang out here. Um... You know, that's the type of environment that I've known my entire career. So uh, I think it'll only make it an easier and, you know, more comfortable transition. Giannis also speaking at Media Day, addressing how, on how adding a seven-time All-Star to his team and what it means for this year's Bucks team. Having a guy like Dame on the team, it's um, it's unbelievable. He knows how to play the game, uh, plays the game in the high level, built from the same cloth, wants to win, is extremely hungry. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, I've been here 10 years and we've been doing things quietly, kind of be moving under the radar. And now, you know, with this kind of move, brings a lot of uh, you know attention to the team, and there's a lot of hype around the team. And uh, obviously, we, I believe, and I think people believe that we are uh, one of the best teams in. Uh, in the East. The Bucks will begin training camp on Thursday with their first preseason game on Sunday against the Chicago Bulls. Bucks basketball back, Brewers in the playoffs, the Packers at 2-2. Two and two. It's a great time to be a Wisconsin sports fan. Have the Bucks been doing things under the radar? I mean, I don't mean to dispute Giannis the Great, but like, I don't know. I think we've... Yeah, I mean, when you're Bucks the title standards, favorite... We've, we've really made a lot of noise. I when think. you're the title favorite almost every year, <laughs> I guess. or at least in the top three, not really going under the radar. Well, but now they're definitely not under the radar. Not under. Now over the radar. <laughs> 619 on Wisconsin's Morning News. How about that, man? I'm like, summer for the next couple of days, and then like right into... What happened to our nice, like, 70s? We don't do that anymore, <laughs> right? We just we, jump from one to the we, other. We skip spring and we skip fall. Is that how it goes? Yeah, I guess so. Which is fine. I mean, look, I don't again, I don't need 85 in October. Right, I right. I think we all want to break out the sweaters a little bit, you know, wear your little fall gear. Have some cider. <laughs> yes, you want some cider. And it turns in a hurry, too. That's the other thing. We, so we had this band thing. Uh, Greendale Marching Band hosted our competition, so it... Eight, ten schools or whatever come in with their marching bands, and we and we run this whole thing. And it starts in the late afternoon on Saturday, and it's hot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, yep. And then by the time the sun went down, and like two hours later, we broke out the cider. Cider was available at the concession very stand. Nice. So very nice. Very right. important stuff. Who won the uh, band competition? Boy, I don't know. And I was the MC. <laughs> was come on. The, well, as as the host band. You know, we uh, how this works is we you, your host band they perform last, but they don't compete. Okay, it's just a matter. of... That's just good form. Otherwise, you're suggesting yeah. you guys 
Uh, you just don't want it, right? So hmm. plus, it's all hands on deck. The kids help, all the parents sure, help, okay. and so we're running the all whole right. show. Um, some really, really good bands. We had a couple of bands from Illinois come up, and then we were back at it. We were competing then on Sunday. Oak Creek hosted, so I think Oak Creek won for the division quad A, A quad A or whatever. They're like four divisions, and Oak Creek has got a really good show this year. You should you should come, I, you should I come see like the band. Yeah, you were, your band thing. was there. Sussex, Ham, Sussex yeah. Hamilton band was All there. Right, how Fine look. presentation, Excellent. as far as I know. But I'm not a judge. Not surprised. This one, this one judge that was just sitting the other side of me. So there's six, eight judges maybe for all these competitions and they're all watching different things. Some are listening for the music, some are watching the movements, some are mm-hmm. watching Color Guard and Dance Line exclusively and they do all these different things. So this one judge sitting next to me, you know, I'm doing the announcements, you know, okay, please welcome the North Stars of Waukesha, you know, all of that and then you read all the scripts and the drum majors, Eric Bilstead and Greg Pancake Hill, you know, so I do the sure. announcements and this guy says after, he goes, man, you got a voice for radio and I thought he was making a joke. <laughs> I'm like, ah, let's see what you did there. I love that. And then he looks at me and he goes, wait, are you on the radio? He was like from, he's not from here. I think he's from Madison area. And I'm like, actually, I am. That's that's my job. That is what I do. Oh, well, so that that worked out rather nicely. (laughs) Brewers go at it tonight. Game one of their opening playoff series against the Diamondbacks. Brandon Snyde has sports at 645. They're back. Thanks to the picket lines, my riders got fresh air and sunshine, and they do not care for that. Now they're back safely in their joke holes. Colbert there among the late night (laughs) shows that return because the writer's strike is over. Jimmy Kimmel speaking. Every time something happened in the news, I would get texts asking me if I was bummed we didn't have a show that night. And mostly I was fine. But the one that really got me was when they booked Trump in Georgia and he self-reported his weight at 215 pounds. I almost crossed the picket line for that. I really <laughs> had to go back. Uh, and Fallon sang himself a little tune, uh, talking about everything that he missed by not being able to be on the show. So much stuff while we were gone. Zuckerberg against Elon. Biden's dog bit everyone. And Colorado coach Dion. And girl dinner phenomenon. And reborn bed bath and beyond. And final tour for Elton John. And Messi is Floridian. And bye bye to Succession. And Seacrest host will love Fortune. And Coco won US Open. And this show is a brand new one. I've missed you all. And that's the truth. My great writers and awesome crew. I couldn't do this without you. Now give it up. For the room. Solid. And they're back. Did he address at all that also everybody who works on the show hates me? <laughs> Apparently. That also happened while we were out. I didn't hear that in the monologue, <laughs> no, but maybe I maybe I missed that part. Yeah, nothing funny about that. Six thirty-eight on <laughs> Wisconsin's morning news. Pretty concerning AI story coming out of Spain, but likely to make it into the U.S. if it's not already here. Experts warning about a new disturbing scheme targeting teenagers with the help of artificial intelligence. Apparently, a group of boys in Spain, they're accused of using an app to digitally undress others. So basically, they're classmates. Sophie Maddox, an expert on cybersexual violence, says the apps are becoming more accessible now. These apps virtually strip individuals, and that enables folks to distribute images of them 
in attempts maybe to sexually shame them, to humiliate them, or just because they think it's funny. So basically, they can take a picture of anybody, use this app, and make it look like they're stripping. They're very compelling and convincing photos so that it really does look like it's a picture of, of the victim nude. So these boys did this in Spain, and the idea behind it wasn't to like make a deep fake of some famous celebrity. It was just... Anybody. I do think this case is one of the first highly publicized cases to bring to light the fact that this issue is happening for everyday people, not just uh, celebrities and folks in the public eye. So anyway, the good news here is that they're able to find some of the culprits responsible in Spain. Uh, another, I guess, form of good news is the fact that we're aware of this now and there's more pushes to uh, put a stop to this or at least punish those responsible, including here in the uh, Wisconsin area. Uh, Journal Sentinel had a story today in Madison, a bipartisan bill would bar the distribution of deep fakes without the consent of the person being depicted. This as artificial intelligence becomes more advanced. So as they're able to just create their own synthetic, quote unquote, deep fake of somebody, if you're doing that without that person's consent, you can be thrown in prison for it. Well, we've already heard. Yeah, we've already heard about kids who, for whatever reason, exchange photographs of themselves with right. a boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, and then they break up, and then that starts to circulate. But that's, you can tell kids till you're blue in the face, hey, don't ever take naked pictures of yourself, right, right. and certainly don't share them with anybody. But this is, like, and then how do you convince people, like, that's not me, actually. Right, No, yeah. I never did that. I never posed for a new After picture. it was already created, yeah. I mean, that's a de- devastating way to shame somebody. Uh. Um, so the good news is that obviously we can learn from this and we know that those are who are responsible can, can get tossed. I mean, they're, they're, they're cracking down on this. You'd like to think that this bill will make movement in Madison, but it's circulating right now. Let's go. Brewers tonight and the Arizona Diamondbacks at American Family Field. Brandon's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers will begin their hunt for October as they welcome in the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight for Game 1 in the Best of 3 Wild Card Series. Brewers will be without starting pitcher Brandon Woodruff for at least the first round as he battles a shoulder injury that apparently flared up a few weeks back. It'll be Corbin Burns on the mound for tonight for Game 1. From American Family Field, that coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ, beginning at 5.30. Bucks basketball is back. The team holding media day on Monday as training camp will begin for the Bucks today with their first preseason matchup for Sunday at noon against the Chicago Bulls. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. October 2nd, 2023, a day, if you're a Bucks fan, that will likely remain in your memories for years to come. A seven-time All-Star and a member of the top 75 players of all time, Damian Lillard was officially introduced into the organization with the team's media day on Monday. Just sit back and think for a second. Can you imagine if someone told you this news 7, 10, 15 years ago that the Bucks were adding this type of player? The old days of running out a disgruntled J.J. Redick who didn't want to be here and an overpaid Larry Sanders are clearly long gone. This franchise, this ownership, and this front office have done a magnificent job in building the right culture, creating a family-like atmosphere, and establishing a solidified star in Giannis who remains thrilled with the moves made over the last five or so years. Going into this year, it could have been easy for this team to be content with keeping an all-star in Drew Holiday, fighting for a top three seed in the East most likely and hoping that the roster would just stay healthy. But nope. 
it wasn't good enough for this front office, wasn't good enough for this ownership, and clearly wasn't good enough for Giannis. And if you're a Bucks fan, that's music to our ears. The expectations for our Milwaukee team are title or nothing. They know they have a once-in-a-lifetime type of player in Giannis, and instead of sitting on their hands, they have capitalized on every crucial moment with the Greek Freak. During this offseason, no doubt about it, Giannis turned the heat up a little bit on the organization, and they responded by adding one of the league's top players. This team, on paper, is the best Bucks team ever constructed. They are built to win. In a world of large markets, palm trees, and oceanfront views, it's little old Milwaukee making the headlines who are now in a prime position for parade number three. I mean, I'm just happy it's working. <laughs> right now, live from Ireland, two-time sports writer of the year for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Lori Nickel. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. I'm sorry if there's a delay. No, actually, you sound awesome. Or should I say, I suppose it's early afternoon there for you in Ireland. What are we doing today? Well, today is the most touristy thing I've done so far. We're at the Cliffs of Mohair, which is outside of Doolin and like Galway, um, West Coast, Ireland. And it's these beautiful, beautiful cliffs covered with covered in moss and grass on the top and rocky and just gorgeous, but also crazy windy. I've already started hiking and I'm on top of a couple of them now and it's really windy. So it's beautiful, though. So what is the oldest thing you've seen so far? Yesterday, I saw a ring fort that was built in 900 A.D. that's still there, which is crazy because um, a wealthy family lived there. About 25 to 30 people lived there at that time. They had their own furnace. They had different um, rooms in this ring fort. But what's crazy to me is that they haven't altered it, you know, 1,100 years later. And so you can pick apart this. It's all built with stone and grass and moss, and they're like, well, please don't tear down our fort. And everybody's like, okay, we won't. And so it's still standing there, just beautiful, <laughs> pristine condition, and I'm like, this would never fly in America. Um, but it's so cool how they, they believe in, like, <laughs> you know, you'll get bad luck, truly, if you knock down a piece of the fort and the fairies will get angry. I'll say angry is the word here, and they'll come after you. So I just love some of these little mystical mythological theories, you know, of why something like this hasn't been vandalized or just taken apart. It's just, it's really spectacular. We're so glad you were able to make the trip. We, of course, uh, documented your issues with the passport, and now you're there. It's all happening. And uh, we should mention, this is sort of a mix of business and pleasure. While you're over there in Ireland, you have a, a sports component to, to what you're up to. Yeah, I hope to do that. I didn't do it this week. I'm locked in with this banjo tour that I'm on, even though I don't play the banjo. But next week when I have my own car, I'm definitely going to do a couple of stories. And one is going to be about Daniel Whelan, um, the Packers kicker. Uh, you know, and if he played soccer in these conditions, now I totally have respect for him to just see what it's like here. It's windy. The ground is soggy it's never solid and in some places it's so much sand that they have to bring in um, different layers of things to build a turf most places don't have topsoil so I can't wait to see you know what his soccer background is like and I hope to do all that next week I wasn't able to yet on day four or whatever it is here wait, I got hung up on something you just said when you have your own car <laughs> are you going to drive over yes. there 
oh god what am i gonna do you guys so <laughs> right now i'm asking my friends my friends i need to learn how to swear in irish because i just need that um yes i and they're all like well how are you going to do this are you going to practice and the, it, the roads are so narrow. I have to close my eyes with this big bus that we're on. I don't know how I'm going to do it. They're on the wrong side of the car and the wrong side of the road. And um, even just running in the morning is sort of traumatic. I'm terrified I'm going to get hit. So uh, driving, I don't know. And apparently it's stick shift, which I haven't done since high school, oh. which is a few years ago. So I don't know if I can get like a bright orange car that has lights on the top that says warning, like American driver or what. But um, I... Just don't know. I'm very scared about that, actually. So I've done it. I, I've done driven on the other side of the road with the wheel on the other side of the car, Lori. You'd be surprised at how quickly you take to it. Like, you kind of acclimate just as a uh, human species. You start to kind of, like, just switch over. i got to ask you, though, I, I'm assuming since you're in Ireland at the Cliffs of Mohair, you're probably meeting people from Sheboygan, right? Like, there's always a Wisconsin Yeah, person. you ran into somebody over there. You guys, though, seriously, I was in this town called Ennis, which is the capital of Clare County, and I had to pick up something at the mall there, and they had Wisconsin sweatshirts and T-shirts everywhere. And I'm like, why in the world? I don't know why Wisconsin is so popular here, but yeah, um, no, I haven't met. There are definitely Milwaukee people and Cheesehead people here. I've met um, the wife of a um, bass player here. Um, she's from Racine, and... Um, yeah, we are well-traveled people. And, Eric, I just want to know, when you were driving, did you have a spouse next to you, too? How did that work? Did I have a what next to me? Your spouse, your wife. Yes, yes, and she was very good about telling me what to do the whole time. So that was very helpful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm worried about, yeah. Safe travels, Lori. We'll check in with you next week. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. At least she's had plenty of work on the roundabouts around here. Yeah, right. <laughs>